Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Okay, you guys could stop dancing now. I know you guys love the 2018 intro. I'm I'm loving it at least, and I hope you guys are feeling the vibe of the new year, the new intro. Everything is all brand new. So hello, kings and queens. This is your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Thank you so much for listening in and joining us on our January series, or in our January series, rather, about vision. And, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Some of us have our vision boards ready. Some of us are working on them. Some of us don't even know what it means to even have a vision for your life, and that is quite okay. You are in the right place and on the right episode of Define You Radio. Tonight we are speaking with K.M. Johnson Davis, and if you have been following the show, you have heard her on the show uh, before. She's been, um, we've done a few things together. She is quite a, a visionary. She is just such a warm personality. I love her, and you guys know I only bring on kings and queens that I love because I know you're going to love them too. So a little bit about K.M., She is an international motivational and inspirational speaker, also an ordained minister. She has spoken in over seven countries and on three continents. Might have to ask her to name them. (laughs) Her topics range from leadership and success to purpose and vision, which is what we're talking about tonight. So like I said, she is definitely the right person. Her audiences have been diverse in gender, race, age, ethnicity, and religion. As a Christian minister, her faith has shown her what is important and necessary in order to navigate life. And she uses this wisdom and her fantastic personality as a foundation in her teaching and training. Make sure you guys are connected with um the Facebook page, Define You Radio's Facebook page. I'll be typing some notes there. Also, make sure you're connected with defineuradio.com. With that being said, guys, pens and papers ready. Class is now in session as we welcome KM to the show. Yay! Hi, Valencia. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, I'm so excited to to have you and have you kick off um, the first live show of the new year. And it's so important because uh, vision is so important because 2017 was a Goliath year for me. And I know a lot of people have felt that in, in 2017 with the mm-hmm. – random um with the with the hurricanes you know there in texas and Mm -hmm. in a lot Mm -hmm. of places um including puerto rico which my son had to go to because he's military um but it, it was just a quite a year to where and guys if you can relate please uh comment on the define you radio's facebook page i would love to hear your thoughts whether you're listening live or whether you are listening to the show afterwards i still want to know <laughs> if 2017 was a goliath year for you and um what are your thoughts on 2017 km how was it for you well you know what and it's it's funny i'm going to preface it with this statement here, I've always said that I always have the uncanny ability to look at a very bad situation and find all of the good in it. And so for me, although 2017 was by far, by far, it was far from perfect, far far from great even. And for anyone that I know, or even me personally, 
I still feel like 2017 was a great year. Mm. <laughs> and, I mean, when I tell you, I, I, I was hit with stuff, you know, all the way I, that I'm dealing with now, you know, health-wise even. But it still was a great year because I know that in everything that there is something good that's going to come out of it, that it, that it, that it aligns with my purpose ultimately. So, I, and I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail just yet. I'll wait a little while. But, but yes, for me, I had a lot of ups and downs. There were a lot of things that went left and when it should have been right, and there were a lot of things that blew up that should have stayed together. But all in all, <laughs> it was a great year. I, I love that, and <clears throat> that's why I said, uh, you know, like your your personality, and I love your outlook on on life and and overall we all should be focusing on the good um the great things that happened and i am i think i'm adjusting and still transi- transitioning into 2018 because whereas in 2017 i had some really low lows you know like cared for and lost my grandmother last year but mm-hmm. on 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 the other hand, before she passed, she got to see me, or not technically got to see me, but she, um, I gained my international speaker title last year and was able to come back and yay. tell her all about that. I know, yay! So whereas, you know, some things that happened were low, other things were like really high, there was, and it's crazy because there was no in between. There was either it was like really good or really bad. And I'm just trying to, I spent the rest of uh, 2017 just kind of trying to find balance and coming uh-huh, back uh-huh. to to my my vision and, and my purpose and not feeling overwhelmed by that. So before we get into tonight's show, um, or tonight's class, so to speak. Why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about what what is a vision? What does it mean? Let's have some vision talk 101. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, before I go there, I do want to kind of address something that you said when you were saying that, you know, you had some really low lows and some really high highs, and, I, and there wasn't any in between. And sometimes that happens to us, you know, Sometimes it's it's not the roller coaster. It's more like we're bouncing from mountaintop to mountaintop or we fell in the valley and we're still in the valley. But we're not ever in that climb or that descent. And so, you know, but life in general is going to be like that roller coaster where you do have, you know, the curve and you have that descent, then you have that that uh climb that goes up and then next thing you know you're you're at, at that place. However, last year with everything that happened, I guess, you know, my advice to anyone who may have been found themselves like, oh, my gosh, it was just really horrible for me, you know, try some things with with your mindset. It's really easy for us to get depressed and discouraged and focus on what went wrong. And the first moment you catch yourself thinking about everything that went wrong, you're going to just start a trend to where that's all that's going to replay over and over and over again. I've had moments in my mm-hmm. life where I have found myself saying, man, I, you know, I, I made a mistake. Okay, so now you, that's the first negative thought that went through my head. It doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound harmful. I made a mistake. Oh, man, you know, I made that same mistake before. Oh, that, that mistake is going to cost me this. Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen next if, um, if I don't correct it? I don't think I'm going to be able to correct it. Next thing you know, you're just going down. You know, you're quickly spiraling down. Next, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, wow, you know, I should have, I, I just won't do this anymore. I give up. Because, it, and that can all happen in a matter of five minutes because you just told yourself, you know, you know, everything that went wrong and everything that's negative. And so, and I found myself personally doing that. And, and what I have to do is I have to stop myself and say, what are you doing? Yeah, that didn't go right. But now you need to start thinking on, how it can go right, how what happened can be a positive thing for what's coming next. 
you know, what good can come out of this, how you can benefit from this. Once you start changing your mindset, because you've got to change it right then and there. You've got to capture it in the moment. Once you start doing that, then you'll start to spiral back up. And it happens a lot to entrepreneurs. It happens a lot to those who are in business. I mean, this is what, you know, this is what you do. You're trying to do something new. You're trying to create. You're trying to, to build, to grow, to do, you know, something. Even if it's not, you know, entrepreneurship or business, even if it's just life, you know, you're trying to do something, and it's so easy to get caught up in that negative mindset. So I, I just wanted to say that because I know I've experienced it. And one of the things I tell myself is, okay, how can I use this to help others? How can I use this experience to benefit someone else, you know, to, be, to pour into them and be a blessing to them and, and help better their life? Because maybe I went through what I went through so that I can help somebody else. Mm. Very, very helpful. And I am going to definitely work on thinking, focusing on the good parts of 2017 because there really were some really, really great moments. Um, You know, even with my grandmother passing, there were some moments that I got to spend with her that had not things went the way they went last year with her, I don't know if I would have gotten those same moments. Mm-hmm. So so for for that, I'm very grateful for that personal time and, you know, that I got to spend with her and serve her, mm-hmm. you know, because cause before my grandmother got sick, she was, you know, she was a millennium or whatever we're in <laughs> type of grandmother and great-grandmother, you know, running the roads and everything else, like catching up with her for a phone conversation was not an easy thing to do. So mm-hmm. when, you know, her health slowed her down, it it gave me a chance and gave really all of us a chance to really serve her and spend time with her because she did require 24-hour care. And so, um, of course, I talked her ears off, even had her listening to some of the shows, and, you know, it was it was quite an experience. It, it's, it's, I could honestly say that time, I would not have been able to get that time with her had not things went the way that they went, you know, and um, she went peaceful, so, you know, guys, don't nobody get like, oh, my gosh, what happened? She went peaceful. She had a, a long battle with cancer and, you know, she, she mm-hmm. went peaceful and she was tired. So for that, I am grateful um, because now she's at rest. She's at peace. So, yay. And, you know, you and, know. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and another thing too with that is that when you start getting stuck on, on all the negative stuff, Valencia, it's mm-hmm. so easy to, forget the good stuff, you know, to forget the good things that happen. We become clouded with all the negative things that happen. We start thinking about, you know, all the things that went wrong, and then we forget all the things that went right. And, you know, um, of course, we, it's easy to say that's a trick of the enemy, you know, because then you, mm-hmm. your, your mind's playing tricks on you. Your mind's causing you to overshadow all of those good moments in your life with all of those bad things. Why do you think relationships um, end so quickly sometimes? because they forgot all the good things that brought them together. You know, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. you know, everything went great. You know, you courted, you dated for a while, and then you got married, and then all of a sudden things started going bad, so you got so focused on all the bad things that you're like, oh, forget you, I'm gone, and, and you divorce. Right. But, in that, but in the middle of it, you know, you, you never stop to say, well, wait a minute, what brought us together in the first place, or what good things did happen, or what came out of it, and even if it needed to end. You know, you, no one can ever say it was all bad because there had to be something right. good if you married the person, you know, or if you got in a relationship with the person or whatever the case may be. There was something that was good. And so I guess that's what I was saying at the beginning when I say that oh, although there were things that went wrong, and I know there were lots of stuff that went on over 2017 that, you know, across the world, you know, right here in Texas, in Puerto Rico, in Florida, in California, everywhere, you know, there were things happening even though all of that stuff happened and things happened to me personally, things happened to you, at the end of the day, I have to say that it was still a good year. You know why? Uh. 
Why? Why it was a good year? Because you're here today. Because we made it. (laughs) (laughs) We made it. here today. (laughs) So that means that you still have purpose. You still have purpose. Yes. You still have purpose and vision left. Yay is all all I can say. Um, (laughs) So vision, what is it? What does that mean? Well, I mean, okay, so vision, you know, the textbook, if you go Google vision or if you look it up in a dictionary, it's going to tell you that vision is the state of being able to see. We all know that. If you have vision, you can see, right? So so if I have vision, I'm able to see, but what am I able to see? You're able to see whatever is in front of you. You're able to see things, people, places, colors, whatever, right? And so when we talk about vision for the individual, what we mean is the same thing, being able to see. But instead, it's not just being able to see what's in front of you. It's being able to see what's in front of you that you have not yet seen manifest. Okay? Mm-hmm. Am I? So vision is being able to see what's in front of you. <laughs> now, when you do a vision board, because I know we talked about that a little bit and you said, like, some people may have a vision board. Some people may not know what it is, and they may not, you know, have an, any clue how to put one together. Or they might, be, they might have ten of them stacked up against their wall. But a vision board is taking what you see for your life, what you see, you know, for the years ahead, the days ahead, weeks, months, whatever, and putting it on paper, putting it on a poster board. You know, we take pictures, we, we cut them out, and we paste them onto this poster board and we say that this is what I envision for my life to be. All right? And so, you know, creating a vision board is just taking that thing that I don't want to say dream because in some terms they do say that vision, you know, for the individual has to do with what you dream for yourself. But we don't want to make it a dream board because a dream is something – that can't, can or cannot happen, may or may not happen. You know, a dream is just, it's a, it's, a, it's a visual sight that you saw of yourself doing something, but it doesn't necessarily mean you want to, you're passionate about it, or that it's part of your purpose. It's, a dream is just a dream, right? Yes. But a vision is, a vision is that thing on, on paper. A vision is that, that thought, that idea, that goal, that plan on paper, a, a vision is actually when you say, this is what I see for myself, and now I'm putting it out. And the reason why I go back and forth between the paper and the poster board, because we do a vision board, and then we do, we, you just have your vision. And, and I always say, start, when you're talking about vision and you're trying to understand your vision, you need to start with it on paper. So I don't want to... I don't know if you want me to keep, you know, go that far, but that's what a vision is. A vision is being able to see what is in front of you, meaning what is ahead. So let me interject here. I love how you clarified it um, with dreaming and a vision because I, you know, if people really break it down, we have all kinds of crazy dreams or maybe that's just me. But that doesn't mean that's something that I want to do, you know. So Mm -hmm, thank mm -hmm. you for clarifying that. And even talking about vision boards, because some people get overwhelmed with doing vision boards that, you know, I don't know where to start, what to do. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. um, someone even told me, you know, like you should do a vision board for 10 years, like a a 10-year board and I know some people mm-hmm. I do mine every year and when mm-hmm. I tried to do a quote unquote 10 year board I got bored and frustrated because <laughs> you know what are you what are your thoughts on that aspect of doing a vision board well you know how I how I approach the whole subject you know I I would never necessarily say do put a time limit, let's say that. I'm not going to say do your vision board for the next 10 years. I would more so just say, what do you see for your life right now? 
So whatever you see now in your mind's eye, whatever that vision is that you have, who knows if that vision is supposed to be uh, brought, you know, manifested in the next 10 years or the next 10 days. The point is that this is what you see right now for you. And I believe that vision, come on, just like when you see, because I'm going to take it back and forth from, from both ways that we're using, but I believe that vision, just like how you see with your eyes, that your vision is always changing. So mm-hmm. if you did it every 10 years, that would be like going to the eye doctor once every 10 years. Well, if you don't wear glasses or contacts, then you only have to go to the eye doctor, what, once every two years, three years? But those of us who have to wear corrective lenses, you know, we mm-hmm. go once a year. And so I believe that that's how your, your, your vision for your life is. You know, it's something that's ever-changing, and you need to check it, you know, at least do a checkup once a year. Yeah. Yes. It, that's funny that you said that because I just had to um, hurry up and order me, uh, order some more contacts because my <laughs> prescription expires, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. go have to get another <laughs> checkup because – my prescription has been the same for, I would say, like the last 10 years, five, mm-hmm. roughly about the last five years. But still, every year I have to go get them checked. Mm-hmm. And that's to make sure that it's still the same, whether it's gotten a little worse, whether some adjusting needs to go on and so on and so forth. So I love that analogy from, you know, someone that has to wear some sort of corrective lenses, I can appreciate the (laughs) analogy. (laughs) Well, and, you know, and and just even thinking about that, you know, thinking about the lenses, sometimes you go and know your, your prescription doesn't change at all. However, let's say, you know, you're getting glasses, you want a new frame because a different style has come out. You know, you, you, they've made your lenses thinner, so you want to get a thinner pair of lenses. Or if you wear contacts, you might want to go with a different brand because the last ones you had weren't as comfortable. I mean, so even though the change may not be something that's internal that's happening, there might be an external adjustment that's being made. And so mm. in, when we're doing our vision board, we have to take into account of that because things are changing. Our life is changing. Things are changing around us. So where as you start to accomplish things in your life, and you start to accomplish things that are a part of your vision and you're getting closer, you're, 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 get, you're getting more clarity on what it is that, that you see, okay? So you're getting clarity on the big picture. So you're saying, okay, well, last year I was okay with those Jet Magazine glasses. I don't even know if that's real. But this year <laughs> I want to get the L Magazine glasses because I saw them, you know, I saw them on 10 different people in 2017. So in 2018 mm-hmm. I'm going to have some. So, so what I'm saying is, you know, you might have found something else that you like that's still around on the same path, but, but now you're just changing up just a little bit, but it's still part of your vision. And so to do it for 10 years, <laughs> for me, <laughs> it, it does give you a good idea of where you want to see yourself, but we can't always cast that far. You know, people right. can't always cast 10, 20, 30 years. It's good to know where you want to be, you know, but then I'm going to call it a dream because that's a series of thoughts mm. and, you know, things that are occurring in my mind. And I'm dreaming that in 10 years I'm going to be retired. But in reality, I can't even see that today, you know. So, again, remember, our vision is what we see. And so if you can't really see yourself retiring anytime soon, but you're dreaming that it happens in at least 10 years, it's going to be really hard to make that connection. So that's why I said, you know, to do a, 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 a vision for your overall life because now you can start to make a plan for that. Because remember, I, I break it down. We, we do these steps to get you there so that you know that you're on course with your vision. Mm. I, I love how you just broke that down so clearly, and I will never look at my contacts the same. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, I remember uh, last time I had you on the show, I can't remember when it was, but it was so impactful um, because I, you know, had you on the show and you did a private group training, um, which you're doing another one this month. So, guys, if you are part of Define You Movement on Facebook, 
you will get the benefit of the group training with the Visionary KM. If not, it's not too late to join the group. But um, you, I know you talked about like the your vision board and how you left space on it to add stuff, and I love that. And even you talked about doing a vision journal. Do you? Mm-hmm. Which one do you find? you focus or which one do you find more beneficial for for you well you know last year all I did was my my uh, vision board and this year I am doing my vision board in a vision book and mm-hmm. the reason why um, is because I had taken some time off on doing my vision boarding and so uh, this is good for someone who hasn't done a vision board in a while or those who have not done one at all to start with the vision board because it helps you to kind of refocus in on that, that vision you have for your life. Because a lot of times, even though we haven't done one, and, but we've been talking about it or we've been working and doing certain things towards what we thought were our goals and our dreams and our aspirations, we've gotten off course somewhere. So doing that vision board as a whole helps you to refocus and recenter on what it is that you truly aspire to achieve in your life. And then, like I said, for this year, I'm going to take that, you know, overall vision board and I'm going to break it down into a book. Uh, The reason why is so that I can now focus in on specific areas of my life. And I'm I'm a backwards planner. So to me, if you can't see the big picture, how can you work on the little pieces? Uh, you remember how when you when we used to do those little puzzles back in the day? I know my grandmother used to have them, and I'd go over to her house and do them. And it came with like a thousand, two thousand pieces, right? Well, the only I, reason that you I knew stayed under one hundred, <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason you could put those hundred pieces together was what? Every time you got a little, you got a little confused or was wasn't sure where a piece went. What did you do? You looked at the big picture that was on the front of the box. And so you needed to know what that big picture looked like so you could put all the right pieces, the pieces in the right places. And so I don't think that we can sit here and say, I'm going to do a vision board for my health when you don't know what you want your entire life to look like because you might be sitting here right doing a vision board saying that you're going to work out five hours a day, six days a week, and the overall vision for your life will not support that. And so you need to have your overall vision first so that you can break it down and see those how those little pieces fit in. Mm. I, I love that, and I love that you said um, being a, a backwards planner because it, it makes sense, especially when you use, you know, with the, with the puzzle and knowing what goes there um, and being able to look at the little pieces that, you know, will get to the bigger picture, but still having that overall view of what the bigger picture is. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely love that. So once someone, they have this big view or this big vision for for their life, then a lot of times the doubt kicks in. Well, I can't really do that, or no one's ever done that, or you know, how am I? You know, I'm not qualified for this vision I have for my life. What What would you say or advise them to do? You know, I think that's where um, there's two parts that come into play. You know me; I'm going to tell you to pray because, after, you know, right. for one, um, as I've always said, that before I even embark upon doing any part of my vision for the year, I I pray because I need to know that what it is that I'm about to uh, say that I want to try to do for the year or for the rest of my life is lined up and according to God's will for my life, first of all. And then secondly, you know, once I've done that, I'm confident in knowing that the plan that I'm making is, is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's part of my purpose. So therefore, you know, any help that I need or anything that, I, that I'm lacking or any place that I'm lacking, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be supplied. I'm going to have that. And so when you begin to doubt that, oh, this can't happen or no one else has ever done that, then what you're doing, you're, you're starting to doubt your purpose and you're starting to allow fear to set in and, you, and, and you're becoming more concerned about 
the things that are outside of that vision. If you stay focused on that vision, and, and I guess I'm trying to really get you to see that um, your vision is your vision. It's given to you for a purpose. Each and every one of us, if you, if you look up the uh, definition for purpose in, in the dictionary, because I actually looked this up and I was like, okay, what does it say? It says it's the reason for which something is done or created or for which mm. something exists. So you were created for a purpose, right? So that's just kind of like a, a double conundrum right there. I'm saying you're created for being created. So you have a purpose. You have a reason for being here. You have a reason for existing. What is that reason? That reason is given to you in the form of what? A vision. That reason is given to you in the form of something that you see for your life, something that you see your life consisting of, something that you see yourself doing throughout your life. And so as long as you are walking and living and moving according to the reason for why you were created, then you, sh- you should not doubt or fear. Now, it's going to happen because we're human, but, but you need to be confident in knowing that you are doing what you were created to do. Now, when you create that vision board, that's why it's so important that um, <laughs> I was planning my, my vision board party that I'm having this year and everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be just a big old party, lots, lots of fun, we're going to get excited. And I was like, uh, no, we're about to get down to business. <laughs> and then I said, okay, I guess I need somebody there to keep me center because I'm just going to be mean and boring because this is serious. But, you know, when it comes to, to vision boards, we've gotten so lax in talking about it, and, and everyone wants to just, you know, have have wine and, and pizza and you know, and mimosas and, and yeah. sodas and, yeah, <laughs> you know, and they want to turn up the music and just cut out some pretty pictures and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this Louis Vuitton and that Bentley and this $2, two million home and this yacht. That is not what a vision is about. <laughs> mm. That is, that is not what, what, it, what this is. That is not what a vision board is about. That is why once you put all of that glue onto that that board and you stick it on your wall, that is why it hasn't manifested. That is why you are not, you know, you're doubting that it can happen because that is not even, you know, your vision. Not saying that you can't have the yacht, you know, the Bentley or the $2 million house. What I'm saying is, is that that's not what vision is about. And it has nothing um, to do with your, and I, and one thing, I can honestly say um, that I've been, when I first started doing a a vision board years upon years upon years ago, I really didn't know what it was. And I think part of the problem is, is that um, a lot of people that do them and have the parties, they focus on the materialistic aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And, and literally nothing happened. Nothing, you know, I didn't get the, the big car or the whatever else that I had on them, um, you know, all those years ago, but roughly around 2012, I really started to understand the meaning behind them and, Mm -hmm. and what, and and to get away from the materialistic things and to really Mm -hmm. seek, um, seek prayer and that inside what does this have to do with my purpose, you know? Um, and I could tell, you know, I could honestly say that the things that I put on my vision board from that point on that has to do with my purpose has happened. And I've posted um, mm-hmm. those before, the the majority of those things. And the ones that haven't, I know will because they're in line mm-hmm. with with my purpose. So I just wanted to and add my 10 cents on that part. <laughs> no, no, no. And that was great because that, that is exactly, you know, that that's exactly what has happened. And I think that that's why people get so confused or when you talk about doing a vision board, people don't want to do it. And, and the, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you know, oh, it's just a little party. Or like for me, you know, I, I remember someone said, oh, could you th- throw a vision board party for me and my friends? And I was like, sure. And then I gave her a really great, rate or whatever and she was like oh that's too much and when I tell you it was a really great rate it was a really great rate and (laughs) 
And I said, you know, and I thought about it and I said, you know what? I said, she's probably thinking this is one of those. And I'm about to come in here and we're going to do, we're going to have pizza and soda and and popcorn. And yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. (laughs) You know, that's not what this is about. I'm about to get in here and teach. Like, y'all are going to leave out of here. And and in a year, you're going to be calling me back up for the next one because you're going to be like, you know, all of this stuff happens. You know, because mm-hmm. this is this is real, and and I think that there's two parts of it that a lot of people miss, and it's that um, for one, you know, we talk about manifesting, and 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 I have two um, audiences. I have the faith-based community, and then I have my secular community. And I know that in my faith-based community, when you talk about manifesting something, they get a little nervous because they think you're being, you know, ultra spiritual that has nothing to do with God. But right. but, but God does talk about calling things into existence because he did that in Genesis one, you know, he showed us how to speak those things that are not and bring them into existence when he, when he spoke the world into existence, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. and then of course the word tells us to speak those things that are not as though they were. And, and, you know, Okay, and then see, look, then I, I, as I'm talking, I'm hearing all these other scriptures that are coming into my spirit, you know, when he called Lazarus forth, you know, I mean, there, there's so many things, you know, in scripture that shows manifestation and when you're believing something. But then at the end of the day, in Mark 11 and 24, and just that this is from my faith-based community, you know, he talks about asking for what it is that you want and believe that you've received mm-hmm. it and you should have it. So I'm going to take that a little bit deeper and say when that belief is what your vision is, okay? So you're believing that you've received it. When you believe that you have received something, that means that you're starting to visualize it. When you believe in something, you can see it. You can feel it. Like when you believe in something, you know. You have a knowing about yourself, right? So like like if you believe when you go to a job interview and you believe you're going to get that job afterwards, if you start going to look for your outfit because, you know, you, you, you know you got that job. Or when you believe something to be true, let's say somebody told you something, you know, that, that, that's about to happen, it's, um, but nobody else knows, and, or, you know, you were suspecting, let's say a gift, you know, you thought somebody was going to get you a certain gift for Christmas, you just knew they were going to get it, you believed it so much that you could just, you could just see yourself opening up that present, I mean, you were envisioning it, you were visualizing it, and guess what, it, when you opened up that present, it was there, you, you, you believed that you had it, and it happened. And so I'm saying, like, on the, in the faith-based side, that is what manifestation is. Manifestation is believing something to the extent that you have, that you can see it, and therefore it begins to manifest. No, what is, uh, it says that faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is, is when you hope for something, and then it, manifest, right? Because it's the evidence mm-hmm. of things not seen. So faith is, is, is twofold because I see faith as it's, it's, some, you're, it's believing something that hasn't yet happened. And because you believed it and it hadn't happened, it manifested. So that's how I see that scripture. Faith is the substance of things put for and the evidence of things not seen. So that's the faith-based part of it. But then in the other community, we forget that we know how to speak things into existence. We know how to manifest. And we know how to say, okay, you know, if I, if I see this car or this house or whatever, because we're talking about materialistic things, we're, we, we know that, you know, if I, if I just believe that it's going to happen and I keep thinking about it and I make room for it in my life and I prepare for it, then it will come to pass. But then we're leaving out that part of the vision and the purpose, okay, so which is what I was talking to you about earlier when I said that we are all created for a reason. There's a reason for each of us existing. And so when we're trying to manifest something in our lives, we have to go deeper than just the object. We have to go into what is our purpose and how does that fit. So it's exactly what you said earlier when you said you started doing your vision board and you started thinking about how does this fit into the vision that I have for my life. Well, if Mm -hmm. it fits, then it will manifest. So there's some thing, there are things that have to work together. And when we, have a, a, we can, when we can understand that concept, when we can see how all of these things are working together for our good, then and only then will it begin to manifest in our lives. That, that is so true. And, you know, something I was thinking about 
when you were talking, it's um, when, you know, when you get pregnant, like, you know, you you believe that you're going to have this healthy baby in nine months, mm-hmm. you know, and we have so much uh, faith about it, you know, um, like we know it's going to happen, even though it's, it's still growing. Some people may not even be pregnant yet hoping for a baby or whatever, but I see it as the uh, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. you have faith that you're going to have a happy and healthy baby. And you're you're giving birth to, you know, the vision or to that thing that you are asking and believing for. I hope that that makes sense. But that's what uh, came to my head, like, as far as, like, giving birth, um, because I asked, you know, Lord, just let me have a, a healthy baby. And I mm-hmm. believed it, and I did everything to prepare myself to receive it. You now know? that was the part right there. That's the part right there. That's what you That's were waiting on. That's the part right there. <laughs> yes, there, because you, you know? said you believed it, but then you did everything necessary to prepare to receive it. Yes. And so, and 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 that's the part. That I, you know, my focus for 2018. I told, you know, I was telling my mom before I, I got on this call with you. I said I really want to help people to put this thing in action, like. I'm starting to realize that what happens is we, 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 we grasp the whole thought of believing for something, but then when it doesn't happen, we get discouraged and we start to give up. But the problem is, is because in between discouragement and belief, we didn't make an action. We didn't take any kind of action. We didn't prepare to receive it. We didn't make room for it. You know, and I think the other part of it is we put a timeline on it. And so, yeah. yes, I would like, I always say it's okay to put a timeline, but, you know, put it in pencil. <laughs> you know, like right. we, we, we make smart goals. We set a time so that we can work towards that. But some things that, that involve more than just us in order for them to come to pass, we can't necessarily put a penned, an inked timeline on it. We need to put a penciled timeline, leaving room for change, you know, just like my empty space on my vision board, you know, leaving room for, for things that might might just happen on their own because at least, you know, you're leaving that, that, that chance for opportunity to have, you know, for the opportunity for it to happen. So, and that's good for people who are single, you know, who are wanting to be married and say, oh, I want to be married by the time I'm 30. And, and trust me, I was part of that club. You know, and and then, you know, when 30 hits and you're not married, you're like, oh, well, okay, 31. You know, and then when that happens, you put another time. No. You know, sometimes with things like that, we just need to say, I have a desire to be married. And then start working on the things that we need to work on in order to be a wife and then mm. let everything else begin to bring itself into, you know, fruition. And so instead of focusing on, 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 on that timeline, you focus on, what you need to do, you're taking that action of what you need to do in order to bring it into fruition. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love the whole prepare to receive aspect, even of being a wife, because I'm. You may ask and believe you're gonna be a wife, and if you still wanna, <laughs> you know, go out and talk to a whole bunch of people, or you know, just in my experience. You know you're <laughs> not prepared to be a wife, and I and one thing I've always said is, you know, I was I was married before, but this is the first time I was a wife mm-hmm. ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and I don't know if you know previous marriage prepared me to be a wife this time, or I really wanted to be a wife this time, but. Um, and I have shared this. My husband, when we were dating, was on my vision board. And the only thing I put on there, not this man will be my husband and whatever, the only thing I put on there was to have a happy, healthy relationship. And I had his mm-hmm. picture by it. So, And we, everything that we did, you know, was about having a happy, healthy relationship. And in turn, I was also preparing myself to be his wife, which we still joke about to this day that, you know, um, 
that we're married. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> we because one of the things we said, neither one of us wanted to be married, but we were in all actuality preparing to be married mm-hmm. husband and wife to each other. So it's that's quite interesting. Um, you said so many points and I've written so so many things down. Um and I love when that you talked about people getting frustrated because we think our vision board is an arts and craft project that we do with the friends <laughs> with some mimosas and pizza and then we stick it in a corner, it collects dust and then we'll look at it later and because uh, I've heard people say this, those things don't work like it's some magical, mm-hmm. you know, lamp <laughs> or something of that nature. So what would you say to someone that said, well, those things don't work? Well, those things don't work, putting it, you know, putting, <laughs> it, together, putting it together like the Arts and Crafts Project. No, you know what? A vision board does work as long as it's your vision and not someone else's, as long as you are being true to yourself you know, and not lying. If you can't look in the mirror and tell yourself all the things that that you're going to have and receive, all the things that you're putting on your vision board, then you might want to redo your vision board. Because, again, this is a a very, very personal, you know, a very personal thing, doing a vision board. Vision boards, it's like taking what's – it really is taking what's on the inside of you and putting it on the outside. It's taking what you see with your mind's eye and putting it in front of you. And and if it's not, if it doesn't work for you, it's because you're not working it. Mm. You know, I I know you've probably heard, you know, nothing works unless you work it. And if you're not taking the proper steps, if you're not doing the right things, if you're not looking within yourself, if you're not doing the work on you, then you can't manifest anything. You know, because you, you're not going to manifest a bunch of junk. You're not going to manifest something that's not part of your purpose. You're not going to manifest somebody else's life. You know, a vision board is about what is on the inside of you. What is the vision that has been given to you? What is your purpose, the reason that you were created, and what you are meant to do this year? It's not just hopes and dreams and desires, because I believe that your hopes and your dreams and your desires should line up with the vision for your life. Like you wouldn't even have those dreams and hopes and desires if it wasn't part of your vision. So, you know, not just, oh, I wish one day I could quit my job. Um, Why do you want to quit your job? You know, where do you want to work? How do you want to make a living? What do you see yourself doing? Like, do you, how do you see yourself working? When, when, and and I'm going to go a little bit deeper. I know I'm kind of going off the subject a little bit, but, you know, when you were talking earlier, you talked about the vision board and looking at it and, you know, being able to see that it's part of your purpose. Remember, we're talking about vision, and although I'm I'm doing a play on words, but it really is how you see yourself. It's how you see ah. you. So when you put something up there, when you say, I have a new job, what does that look like? That's the picture you put on the board. You know, just like, you know, but it's like you were just saying about your relationship. You know, I'm I'm in a healthy, happy relationship. You just said what that looks like. It looks healthy and happy. What do these things that you so desire look like? That is what a vision board is. That is what vision is, is being able to look inside yourself to see what you see for yourself and to put it out there to where when you look at it, you can comprehend it. When you look at it, you know exactly what it represents. Because it, it, it comes with a feeling, it comes with an, an understanding. It you know it's a picture without words. Sometimes vision boards don't mm. always have to be they don't always have to be pictures and they don't always have to be words. It it should be a combination, I believe, because I've seen vision boards that just had a bunch of words on there, and I'm like, where are your pictures? You know, because this is again, <laughs> what does it look like? Because your look your like, life is yeah. not gonna look like a bunch of words. <laughs> you know, the words are just there to kind of confirm what the picture should be saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so yeah. if your vision board is not working, it's because you're not working it, and you probably, Lord forgive me, but you probably did it wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and I want to say this, and I definitely want to get into what you have coming up and going on. One of the things that I have learned was um, 
taking action and preparing myself for the vision for my life and accomplishing what whatever it it was has opened up bigger doors or or different mm-hmm. doors that have expanded my vision and I all and I do believe that me preparing and and doing action so to speak, walking towards the vision. A lot of times we ask God to walk towards us, but we're not willing to walk towards him. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just taking those steps in that direction will give you, you know, such a bigger picture and bigger opportunities as an act of faith. If that, I was going all around just to come back, (laughs) come back there, you know, um, because I was willing to, you know, and this is my honest belief because I was willing to put my husband on the vision board and know I wanted a happy and healthy relationship with this with this man. And you know, I believe as an act of faith because that's the only man I've ever had on a vision board ever in my entire mm-hmm. <laughs> life of living. Um, and then working towards that, and that's what you know said okay I'm really prepared to receive him as a as a husband so to speak Mm -hmm. um and different things with writing and speaking those small little scary steps that I did just based on the faith I had that it's supposed to be done has opened up new doors Mm -hmm. if if that makes sense I I was going all around to come back (laughs) no it makes perfectly good sense and you know what there was something else that you said that that really I, I really wanted to um, to harp on a little bit was that you mm-hmm. said that when, as you walk towards the vision, you it, it expanded your vision, and I mean, let's let's think about this for a minute. You know, if you are looking, um, let's say, and I don't know why this comes to mind, maybe because I'm there a lot, but let's say you walked in the front door of Target and you're standing mm-hmm. in the Target store and you look straight down the aisle and you can see the electronics section and you see a TV there, right? Well, mm-hmm. at the front of the door, you know, you see this TV, but you don't know what size it is. You don't know anything about this TV. You just know it's a TV. But the closer you get, number one, mm. you know, you're going to start to see more details about it. You know, it's going to become more clearer to you, right? You're going to be but, – but on the way there – you're going to start to see all the things that, that are along the path to getting there. You're going to be exposed to more things, more opportunities. Things begin to open up to you. And so that's why it's so important to look at that big picture first. You know, when you first walk in the door and you say, oh, this is what it looks like, and then to start down the path. Because as you take that step out on faith and as you take, you know, you start walking towards that vision, then everything else along the way begins to open itself up to you. All those opportunities begin to present themselves. And as you get closer, the vision becomes more clear. Mm. That's like a mic dropping some summary of the whole show right there. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go... Before we go, I do want to talk about what you have coming up and going on this month. Well, this month on January 26th and 27th, right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I am having my first annual vision board event. It's called Mind Your Purpose. And I am super, super excited about this because it's going to give me the opportunity to kind of have some intimate and one-on-one time with uh, the people who are in the room and really help them to do their vision board for the year and, you know, get their, get it all out there and leave with a strategy. It's two days that are going to be filled with, you know, actual workshops and sessions. And, I mean, you're coming in to really seal your version down, you know, seal this deal. We're going to write it all out. We're going to make it plain, and we're going to run with it. When you leave on that Saturday, you are ready with your strategy and your plan for the year. It's Again, it's two days. It's not just me. I have some special guests that will be there as well, and they're surprised. <laughs> and it's going to be at the Four Seasons Hotel in Irving right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, I'm, again, I'm really excited about that. And um, it's up on my Facebook page if you want to register I think it's what forty nine dollars for regular registration and one hundred and forty nine or one hundred and fifty for a VIP. 
The VIP registration includes a mastermind luncheon with me where you get to sit for um, over lunch. We're going to really dig a little bit deeper into your vision, and you get some more one-on-one time and questions, you know, that are not in that really big group setting. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about that. Yay. And I, <laughs> yes, I will definitely be there. If you guys know anything about me, you know I love all things Texas. Um, and I will definitely be there. I'm looking forward to the event. I'm looking forward to coming back to Texas, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. So it's it's like a win-win-win <laughs> situation. I will definitely make sure I post the link on the Define You Radio's Facebook page. And KM, if the audience wants to connect with you, as I am sure they want to, how can they do that? Well, you can just go to uh, com. That's my website. And um, I am on all social media, davis one on Instagram, KM Johnson Davis on Facebook, and KM Johnson International on Facebook as well. But from either of those, you can link to any of my social media accounts or just start at my website. I also wanted to, uh, Valencia, I will give you a code at the end of the show. Um, but for those who actually listen to the show, I'm going to give them a little discount that I gave my readers over the weekend. So it will be if they sign up and register between now and the end of the week, I will let them be part of my VIP group for free. They'll get a free upgrade to VIP for the event if they register by Friday. So I'll give you a code for them to include, and um, that's my little gift to your listeners. Yay. We love gifts here at Define You Radio, especially me. Um, Okay. (laughs) So I'm just taking notes because I'm definitely going to be VIP. So, um, KM, is there anything you would like to leave the audience with tonight? You know, just that wherever you are in the vision process, um, the most important thing is to, to do it, to start it, you know, and then just go from there. I know I said, it, you know, things like you're doing it wrong and so forth, but honestly, you know, the only way you're doing your vision board wrong is if you're not doing it at all. Mm. And the the point is that you just need to get started. You need to get your vision out there so that you can begin to execute it and have a great and prosperous year for this year. I believe that we are all going to see – you know, our businesses, our lives, our careers and relationships go to a whole nother level in 2018, but you've got to do the work. So if you're willing to do the work, you're going to see the results. Ask, believe, and prepare to receive. That's going to be my 2018 uh, philosophy. That's I'm taking that all <laughs> to the end of time. Did you want to give the code or you want to give it to me later and I post it or what works better for you so the audience, the listening audience can get it? Well, they can uh, do friend of KM define you. So actually let's do define you friend of KM. How about that? Awesome. And I'll awesome. put that in there for today. So that Yay, code should so- be active within the next hour. Awesome. So that means, guys, use you can use the code between the next hour or two until Friday, and that is to upgrade to VIP for the events in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. With that being said, thank you so much, KM, for a great show. You always give me a bazillion notes, and I am <laughs> excited for the training you're doing this month in my group. So, guys, make sure you join Define You Movement on Facebook to get a little bit more of KM. Make sure you connect with her at kmjohnsondavis.com. Her information will be posted on Define You Radio's Facebook page, and hopefully I will see you guys in in Dallas. I'm going to be there. Will you be there? Tonight's question, I want you guys to think about kings and queens. What is the vision you have for your life? And that's pretty much it. 
I need you to have one. With that being said, it's been a great show. We're kicking off 2018 the right way. Pens and papers down. Class is officially over. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and it's up to you what you do with that. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed.